0: Moncrief on news talk holding an ace of spades Bull six of hearts Bull 10 of spades you're not reading the cards how could i read the cards you're reading me it's not like it's one thing like my eye twitches or something nah it's just a general
1: yeah
0: you can just Hell.
1: Just that something is off. That's the best way to describe it. I could just tell.
0: When anyone is lying, 100% of the time, I'm going to touch my nose. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. I'm not a soothsayer. I can't predict the future. There's nothing mystical about it.
1: Just if someone is intentionally lying, that's it.
0: So that is our first clip for today, and it is from Pokerface. James Dempsey is here with me to talk all things TV. How are you, James?
1: I'm not too bad, Stephanie. How are you?
0: Tell us about Poker Face that we just heard there.
1: So Poker Face, uh, you know, I have to admit, I've been I've been waiting without a Poker Face for, for this to arrive because uh, it debuted in the US on Peacock, which is NBC's like um, native streaming service, yeah. in January. And I have been waiting and waiting and waiting because it is like a tantalising uh, TV product coming. That was you know, part of my look ahead of the year to come, waiting for it to arrive in January. And here we are and it's practically June and it has finally come our way. And it's like so, a slicker,
0: uh, more adapted version of Liar Liar, right? So a woman has a supernatural ability to recognise lies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh yeah yeah i think you're slightly misremembering liar liar (laughs) it's been a while since i saw it too but yeah so basically um it's a version of it's a It, right and it comes from ryan johnson and everyone uh, well people many people will know him as the very very uh, successful writer of perhaps the most enjoyable It of the last uh, five years which was knives out and it's slightly uh more overblown sequel uh, glass onion which i did enjoy but is not as tautly made as knives out right so when the knives out success happened and it became less of a It and more of a how done it, uh, NBC approached him and he had this idea for creating a show specifically with Natasha Leon, who people will know from many things, most recently Russian Doll on Netflix, which is a fantastic show, and um, also Orange is the New Black there as well. And he... He always had her in mind for this role. He crafted the entire show around her. And she plays Charlie Cale. And as you said, she has a somewhat supernatural ability. Right? She knows whenever someone is lying to her. She doesn't know what the truth is. She just knows that uh, and calls it out as uh, things I had to be about there in the clip right so she she knows whenever she's speaking to someone who's lying and in the very first episode we find her in a casino in uh, Nevada where she uh, is not putting this skill to actual use as uh, big be- because she got found out fairly quick and instead she works as a cocktail waitress and her new boss uh, pulls her into a deal, which quickly goes south. And in the end, she ends up going on the run. And while on the run, she basically encounters every single week in the 10 episodes that there are someone. You know, it's a bit like *Midsummer Murders, right? right <laughs> like, someone in every Everywhere she goes. Yeah, everywhere she goes, death seems to follow. And what's kind of novel about the show, uh, for me as someone who never saw episodes of Columbo, even though uh, I, of course, know what it is, uh, in that show, I believe they started by showing who the murderer was and columbo was then uh, the whole point of the show was kind of uh, the sleight of hand and him figuring out how they you know how they did it and asking that one last question and wearing uh, his trench coat so well here she has she sports a pair of sunglasses and what's quite interesting about every episode is often uh, you know N- N- uh, natasha leone doesn't appear until at least a third if not even sometimes a halfway through the episode so the first kind of 15 20 minutes is all the setup You don't you're never even quite sure who the victim is going to be because Ryan Johnson is known for his twists and turns. So there's a lot of setup uh, that doesn't pay off, but does pay off in the long run. And then roughly kind of 20 minutes in we then flash slightly back in time and we see how Charlie is, you know, mixed up in all this. Mm-hmm. And, she, you know, in, in the second episode, she meets a like a trucker played by Hong Chao, who was recently Oscar nominated for uh, The Whale. Um, and to put things into perspective, I mean, the 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 caliber of guest stars here are, you know, is really, really high. You have Adrian Brody, Ron Perlman, Chloe Sevigny, Judith Light, Ellen Barkin, Cherry Jones, Nick Nolte, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Stephanie Shu, Ray Perlman. These are like big character actors who all want to sign on for a ryan johnson thing that's probably a relatively short shoot and we're very happy to do so and the linchpin holding it all together is natasha leone but while it is um aping colombo she's not a she's not a detective she's not the law she's on the run in fact and hiding from the law in some regard herself more from her boss but she doesn't want to found out so she's she's trying to like do the right thing in all of these various places where she is but um has to do so kind of secretly and and not up front and not involving the police now some of the episodes are better than others uh particularly I think the first half is slightly stronger of the season but all in I absolutely adored it I just loved every, like i loved the style of the show i loved the twists the mysteries are interesting and novel uh seeing how she figures it out how they exploit even this you know this you know quote-unquote supernaturalism that she has right like it's very interesting to a lot of the characters, uh, she tells this, you know, it's not, she's not keeping it a secret. So the ones that are hiding the murder know how to answer her her questions in such a way as to keep themselves, you know, uh, to not lie to her yes so it it plays very well with the format in general and like you know natasha leon is just such an interesting and compelling figure like i was reading about her history and like she's a recovering heroin addict she had to have open heart surgery i think in 2006 uh, as an outcome of years of addiction and had been in huge troubles with the law in the early 2000s and since Orange is the New Black in particular, um, she, you know, she's turned her whole career around. She's extremely successful. She's been nominated for numerous Emmys and never won. And this will undoubtedly put her back into that kind of awards contention, um, you know, mentions whenever they do come around again. So all in, it was worth the wait, (laughs) basically.
0: Uh, Okay, we'll move on to our next clip. Gosh, how is you How is the beer business? Very good, yeah. Um, I'm actually the brewmaster at my own uh, bar now. What? Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, i actually we're having a party at the bar this weekend. Okay. Yeah. If, uh, if you're around, uh, if you're around this weekend, uh, stop by the bar. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. I'll send yeah. you the details. Um, are you still uh, lawyering? Charlie just made partner, and I, I help him out. Oh, wow. So uh, you work at the firm with Charlie still? We've been doing a lot of work. It's been great. You and Charlie are currently employed at the same law firm? I'm not on salary, but that's society for you. I do not work currently. I see. You are unemployed currently. Um, you still got that uh, family of yours? Yeah. You want to see a photo? Yeah. Oh. Well there they are. Cool. Wow. Look healthy. Okay, so that was from Platonic. Uh, new episodes every Wednesday on Apple TV+. I haven't seen it. This is the first I've heard of it. Tell me what you know.
1: So this is uh, not worth the wait. <laughs> I just, I would say, it's fine. It's not bad, right? So it comes from two creators, Francesca Del Blanco. She made a relatively short-lived sitcom on Netflix called Friends from College, which uh, never appealed to me when I watched it. And certainly if you went through the archives, I, I, wouldn't, I would have not given it a good review back in the say. And her husband, Nicholas Stoller, who's a director, he's made kind of... He, you know, he made a name for himself with these very 2000s rom-coms like Forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall, the five year engagement, uh, Bad Neighbors, better known as Neighbors in the US, um, which starred Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen. Who here reunite so they play this pair of platonic friends what we heard in the clip there is actually their kind of reconciliation after a five-year break in their friendship uh for reasons i won't go into because they might count as a spoiler and it's all about their platonic relationship with uh, with each other they've come back to each other after this five-year break and uh roseburn sylvia she's she was she actually is playing australian because she is australian herself She's Australian in the show as well. She's living uh, in California with her, you know, young children. Her husband is a successful lawyer. She was a lawyer, and now it's this sort of uh, put upon housewife kind of feeling, um, feeling let down by the fact that her career didn't flourish in the, may, in the way perhaps she wanted to, but also loving her children, etc. And then Seth Rogen is um, recently divorced. He's a brewer in a like in a fancy hipster pub, and uh, he. Is very bitterly recently divorced, and that is what they reconcile over. And it's all about them and their friendship. Now the pair of them starred together in, you know, in Neighbors, or but better known on this side of the Atlantic as Bad Neighbors One and Bad Neighbors Two with Zac Efron. And uh, they had real charm, like they had real chemistry, uh, and they were very very funny. And Rose Byrne is actually such an interesting actress because she debuted, um, you know, in the year two thousand and won the Volpe Cup, which is like the best actress award at the Venice Film Festival, which is obviously one of the most prestigious film festivals out there. And then instead of going down that really dramatic route, which she obviously could have, instead she went into comedy and horror, actually. They are the two genres that really she's had the most success in. And here she definitely, like, you know, Seth Rogen is arguably the more famous comedian of the, of the pairing. But she has top billing, really, I, I probably alphabetically, but absolutely is well able to hold her own uh, right up against him. She is really funny, and there are times in this where it, it, the humor is, I mean, pitch black. Like, there's a moment in, I think, the second episode where she's going to view a new house that she's interested in buying, and it's a former, like uh, a former retirement home for older persons, and there's just this very throwaway line that it's now on sale after COVID, which is incredibly bleak. Oh, wow. But uh, the whole thing is. Is not as funny as I wanted it to be, and it's not the pairing of the two of them. It works absolutely at its best when it, you know, just pits Rose against Seth, and they are charming and funny, and they're, I'm assuming, ad-libbing a lot of their stuff. It's all the rest of it that didn't work for me. Like her family comedy stuff, like with the with her kids, I found a bit trite and silly. His buddy comedy stuff with the with the other men in the pub he works in, I found a bit silly and pointless. I just wanted more of them, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So is it worth getting an Apple T V Plus subscription just to watch this?
1: Um no, but there are a few other gems on Apple T V Plus if you haven't if you haven't done it yet, I would really, yes. really recommend you seek out Severance if you haven't seen that. That's probably the, the the gem in the crown.
0: Okay, well we don't have a clip of that, but we do have a clip of this. <laughs> when I went to college. I never went to one party. Not one. I had a couple friends and um we used to hang out and feed the squirrels during the day. <laughs> That's your college experience? This is horrible. This is, horrible. <laughs> this is the worst story I, ever. I lost my appetite. <laughs> no. okay. Thanks. I was not very scholastic, to say the least. I had a point eight nine, grade point average. You didn't have a one point something? No, I didn't have a one point. But at the very end of the first year, I had a 3.5. That's average. amazing. There you go. That's because we stole the exams. Oh, I okay. <laughs> It <laughs> was on the fourth floor, so there were some young mountain climbers. I hired mm-hmm. them, so they climbed up the balconies, <laughs> took the exams, brought them to my room. I mean, that is wild. That is wild. You should write um, a movie about this. No, it's just a normal day. Woo! And that was The Family Stallone, which is Paramount Plus and new episodes are every Wednesday. So it's kind of a reality show following this actor, Sylvester Stallone and his, and his wife and daughters.
1: Yeah. So this is such an odd thing, right? Like basically it's odd for two reasons. First and foremost, this is going for like, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians or Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or Selling Sunset. Um, And there is obviously a huge audience for that because there are a million versions of the Housewives. There's various versions of Selling Sunset. There are, you know, only
0: one Kardashian family.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's only one, I mean, uh, give it time, I guess, right? But there's a dynasty in the brewing there, right? But the whole point is, there is obviously a huge audience for this kind of thing. Whether or not that audience, the Venn diagram of that audience, aligns with Sylvester Stallone fans, (laughs) I'm unconvinced, right? I can't even summon a picture of Sylvester Stallone in my head. Like, I don't (laughs) know who he is. Oh, he's it? Oh my God. I know his name, obviously, but I can't
0: picture him. Is he Rocky?
1: he is Rocky. He's Rambo. He's okay. you know, he's demolition man, right? He was this 80s, nineties action movie star. I mean, in, to give him credit where it's due, he wrote I don't know if he directed Rocky, but he wrote Rocky and won an Oscar for it in the nineteen seventies. So he's like a non Austrian,
0: non Austrian Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: It basically, yes, okay. right? And he uh, he married a woman named Jennifer Flavin, uh, I think about thirty years ago, and they have three daughters together: Sophia, Sistine and Scarlett. Uh, and they are all, you know, they are all actually so physically alike, even with their mother, that at times it is very confusing about who is even speaking and what the differences between them are. <laughs> but this is a kind of like uh, this is a really short-lived, like twenty-minute, uh, you know, show. And usually in these kind of reality family shows. They go around to different events, right? They like they need something to propel the drama, right? So in Housewives, they have parties in Selling Sunset. They wear ridiculous clothes to sell houses in. And in this one, they just lie, right? Because uh, when they were filming it in August uh, last year, Sylvester Stallone and his wife filed for divorce and he got the tattoo of her uh, replaced with the tattoo of their family dog. And now their divorce um, filing, I think, has since been put away. But as we see in the show, this is all lovey-dovey. Life is wonderful. How romantic. We love our daughters. I'm sure they do love their daughters, but uh, they even, you know, there's a whole point in in the most recent episode where Uh, the the, the youngest daughter, Scarlett, is going off to college and it's creating this empty nest syndrome for uh, for Jennifer, the mother. But then we get this line where Scarlett says it's her second year of college. So (laughs) (laughs) they they did this all a month ago or a year before. Now, all in... You know whether or not I think there's an audience for this, there is because it has been a huge debut for Paramount, and they've already greenlit it for season two. Whether or not that has anything to do with the current ongoing writers' strike and the fact that I'd say a lot to do with it. Yeah, pay pay anyone to write this. uh, You know, and is it like the
0: Osbournes? Like, is it sort of a? I'm just imagining Ozzy Osbourne shuffling around his house.
1: Yeah. It's a bit more like the Osbournes because in fairness to, you know, Sylvester, to Sly himself, he does these constant like uh, almost Jim from the office smirking to the camera nods every okay. time somebody says something silly. But they, it is, I mean, it is, it, uh, you know, in, in what is an already lightweight genre. <laughs> it is even is, lighter. This is nothing. <laughs> right? This is absolutely nothing. It sounds like something
0: I will enjoy. You know, I'm sort of. I don't watch Selling Sunset, but I'm into sort of Below Deck, and okay. you know, maybe I could get yeah. to know. Oh look, Celeste I, I Sloan. am.
1: You know, I went through a housewives phase. I I actually like Selling Sunset because of its silliness, and I think the format works very well because, in theory, it is like Glen, Gary, Glen, Sunset, right? They are okay. like ruthlessly, you know, trying to take each other down for business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now they got rid of their biggest star in this season, so it it is somewhat, fi- you know, uh, fizzled out. But, but I don't like shows like that. Because yeah, they make None. it
0: makes me feel like people are awful,
1: you know. <laughs> like, whereas
0: I hope that the Sylvester Stallone show or the family Stallone will make me feel like, oh, you know, people are people are trying their best. But God, Selling Sunset—they're just awful people.
1: They, yeah, I mean, they're well. I'm also convinced it's just the same house as well that they yeah, just they just keep <laughs> trying to sell. They just light differently, you know, because they all look absolutely identical. Um, but so as a people you know, there it is they, an audience. Well, true, but there is an audience for this kind of show, and that audience likes angry rich people, you know, being horrible. And unfortunately, <laughs> there's plenty of horrible. There's plenty of people.
0: more where that came from. So just before we finish, we'll recap those shows. It's Poker Face, and you can stream all of season one on Sky Max and Now TV. Then we had Platonic, and they have new episodes every Wednesday on Apple TV Plus. And finally, we talked about The Family Stallone which has new episodes every Wednesday on Paramount Plus. James Emzy, thanks you, thank you so very much for taking us through that, and we will chat to you next week. Bye bye. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.